Hopefully they listen to this and they feel ashamed. I doubt it. They were drunk, so... They won't remember. (laughs) Welcome to the K-Drama Show. I'm Ashley. And I'm Kim. We're here to unpack your all-time favorite Korean dramas and chat about all the reasons that we find these shows so charming. And oh, so addictive. And we know you do too, so settle in with some ramen and a bubble tea while we dive into the The K-Drama Show with Ashley and Kim. Okay. That was perfect. Too. It was perfect. It sounded like the same snap. <laughs> I know. All right. So here we are. We're doing episode one of the K Drama Show with Ashley and Kim. I'm so excited. I'm very nervous, but also excited. Is it more nervous because of having to hear yourself? Well, I don't know because I record a lot of music, so I hear myself a lot, but. Yeah, talking's different. That's like a pre planned. Mm-hmm. set of words you say the same thing over and over again so probably Fair. there's this deep fear that i'm gonna sound like a crazy person but that's okay because you know that and i know that and here we are that means i'm crazy too <laughs> we're in good company so <laughs> k-dramas k-dramas should we start from the beginning okay how did you first get into k-dramas you know i didn't start with k-dramas i started with taiwanese Dramas. Taiwanese dramas. What was your first drama? Oh, I'm pretty sure it was Touch Your Heart, I think. I was like this, of course, conglomerate guy. Yes. Per usual. Runs into this girl who's trying to do a broadcasting company, and he develops an obsession with her, becomes this different person, like alter ego. Okay. And then about halfway through, he like tells that character goodbye and becomes himself again. And it is very okay, long. It's very Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It is. But like, he's, he's not trying to be, like, vindictive. He's just wanting to get close to her. But it's, like, oh, like, 50 episodes. I don't know how Whoa. I stuck through it. It was That's the brutal. thing I've noticed about Chinese dramas is they're always, like, three times as long as... They are. ...as, like, the, the Korean ones, mm-hmm. which is why they're hard to get into sometimes. Yes. But... But my first K-drama was, like, a year later, I think. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't, like, like, I dipped my toe in and was, like, I would watch one here and there and be, like, (laughs) okay, this is super corny, this is really cheesy, but I'm also so invested. And That's how they get you, is with the corniness. It's ridiculous. But then my first K-drama was, like, maybe a year later. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's been five years ago now, I think. No, it might even be longer than that. Really? But my first K-drama that I remember was called Descendants of the Sun. Oh, man, I forgot his name now. But he is in the military. He's, okay. like, our version of, like, Black Ops. Ooh. And then the female lead is a doctor. Okay. And they have a chance encounter, and then, like, they become... They just, like, are fascinated with one another. Just entwined fates. Yes. That sort of and... Thing. In real life, the two actors end up, ended up getting married, and they were called the Song Song Couple. <gasps> that's so cute. And it was adorable. They got divorced later, so that was really sad. Oh, that's less cute. That but... is less cute. <laughs> but that but... was the first one that I remember, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's I... everybody's... Uh, cannonballed. Band dream, though, is that the leads of their favorite show mm-hmm. end up together in real life. Mm-hmm. What was yours? How did you get introduced? So, my first encounter with like Korean culture was k-pop which I think is pretty Mm. common for Mm -hmm. a lot of Americans yeah um BTS had been around on the American side for a couple of years by that point I think okay 
Because what, they debuted in 2013, and yes. then I think it was 2017 when I first started listening to them. So obviously you know V. I mean, you have a mug with his face on it. I've got a you few. You have two <laughs> mugs with his face all over it sitting I on the table. I love him so much. <laughs> so you know who I'm talking about, but he was um, in a historical drama called Huarong, and it was pitched to me. Oh, I love <laughs> She's it. She's clutching her chest. It was pitched to me on like a YouTube ad, I think, and I happened to Ooh. see that little snippet, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it, and then... That one was a little bit, um, it was an interesting start to yeah. K-dramas. It kind of like throws you into the deep end. There was no toe dipping. It no. Very, <laughs> but, I mean, I stuck with it. I finished the show. Park Hyung-sik is like, he's beautiful. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's going to be a lot of fangirling. Oh yeah, probably. We have to do Strong Woman the Bong Soon <sighs> at some point. Then from there... The second K-drama that I watched was still with Park Seo-joon, and mm. it was uh, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, which is the perfect segue so into good. what we're talking about today. Yes, <laughs> Would you like to kick us off with what we're going to be talking sure. about? Sure. So we, when we decided to podcast about it, because we talk about K-dramas with each other pretty much that's i would say a good 50 percent of our conversation yeah, that's our common denominator is one of the biggest ones definitely <laughs> and you recommended this show to me actually what's wrong with secretary kim did i was i the one you were the one who recommended it, it. Oh my and gosh. i was like okay i'll give this a try <laughs> and then i i think i binged it in under a week i mean yeah with job and life and everything and i was like what did you just do to me <laughs> oh no can of worms <laughs> open when we decided to share our obsession with k-dramas we were like what do we want to start with mm-hmm. and i believe you asked me well what show do you want and i was like well okay here are two <laughs> options that i think we both love we've both watched mm-hmm. we would feel completely comfortable what's wrong with secretary kim was our first choice and yeah uh, i think it's a good one it's a good it's a good beginner drama i think i think so too it's it's a little bit quirky there's some there's some humor in it that I think you might have to acclimate to, but I think it's lighthearted enough and fun enough that people can, like, get behind K-drama yes. watching. Well, and especially since we've both been watching them for so long at this point. It is interesting for this being, like, my first modern K-drama to have been watching K-dramas for, like, six years now and going back and watching it for, like, the first time through. Mm-hmm. It's interesting the different things you pick up or don't find so weird, maybe. <laughs> when right. you're, when you've, you've gone in this deep with the K-drama watching. But do we want to do a brief synopsis of the show before we... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You, you take that. Okay. You start so, it. <laughs> so I am an, I'm a notes nerd, and I typed out an overview because... You know, like I said, I like to know what I'm going to say before well, I say things. I mean, I have a notebook. I don't have it <laughs> typed out. But well, I used the notebook, too, that you gave me. So mm-hmm. I have, I have, like I said, notes nerd. But anyway. I'm here for it. So, Kim Mi-so has devoted nine years of her life to Lee Yong-joon, a self-centered table that relies on her for every aspect of his life to function smoothly. When Secretary Kim suddenly announces her resignation, Lee Young-joon comes to the conclusion that the only explanation is that Miso's feelings have interfered with her ability to perform her job duties, when in reality, Miso is longing to start living her own life in pursuit of her own goals. After years of prioritizing the needs of both her family and 
her boss. However, Misto uh, starts to realize that her relationship was one of codependence and she doesn't quite know what life would look like as anyone other than Secretary Kim. Mm -hmm. Okay, so episode one. (laughs) Episode one. First impressions. Oh, well, see, when I started it again, you know, this is Mm -hmm. our rewatch. I just had to stop it so I could write down my own notes. So what I have is, we start off at a fancy party. Our main man is being described by others. He comes ignoring all, sits down, and then just asks, why did she do that? (laughs) Why did Secretary Kim do that? Why is she like that? And I was like, you know what? What a great way to just start an episode. Just jump right into the title sequence of What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. (laughs) (laughs) I know, they don't make you guess. No. They don't make you guess it at all. You Um, don't get the chance because you're just like, wait, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) So I know we've talked about, I think like last week I mentioned to you about like webtoons Mm -hmm. and you haven't really delved into that world yet. that side of the fandom yet. But like a lot of these uh, these K-dramas are actually based off of webtoons mm-hmm. that they release like on a weekly basis. This opening very much felt like they frame for frame took the beginning episode of a webtoon and just like <laughs> made it into a movie, <laughs> which is kind of great if you're somebody who enjoys webtoons. Right. Um, but I thought that was kind of a cool like harkening back to the origin material. So First of all, can we just talk about our main man here? He is played by Park Soo-joon. I apologize in advance for all incorrect pronunciations. <laughs> I am attempting to learn Korean. It is a very slow process. We'll both apologize. However, that man is beautiful. He is very beautiful. Like I think I counted like uh, four shirtless scenes in the first. I was three not episodes. complaining. <laughs> at all. They're describing him and they're like, he's handsome and he's this and it's yep. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Agreed. Keep yes. going. There's Keep no going. argument here from from us. Makes you wonder what their workout regimen would be like. I have no idea. Nothing I could dedicate myself to. No. I can barely stop myself from eating chips every I'm day. I'm going to do a quick side note here. He is in the new movie, The Marvels. He but is? He is. And I don't care for... Sorry, y'all. This is a total random... Hot take. <laughs> but I don't... I'm not a big Captain Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. But because he is in it... Does he speak English or does yes. he speak Korean? English. And he's beautiful and he's like a superhero. Wow. I'm sorry, y'all. We had to just bunny trail that because... I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So let's talk a little bit about Young Jun. Mm-hmm. First impressions of him. Well, when he's being described, they're just like, you know, he has taken his company from here to here. So clearly mm-hmm. he's insanely smart. And as right. you get farther into the episode, I mean, there's the scene of them at a, having a business meeting and... right. Um, he's correcting like complicated math in real time. Right. He's just looking brain. at it. He's like, isn't, if it, if it's this much, shouldn't it actually be like calculate to this? And right. they're all just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You are correct. And so he's clearly a genius. Mm-hmm. I like that they established that he hasn't just ridden the coattails of his father into right. the position. He's actually capable and really yeah. smart. But also kind of scary. And terrifying. <laughs> because when he leaves the room, they all just like breathe, breathe this collective sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. And then they start to talk smack about him. And then, um, is it Yushik, his friend? Yes. It's yes. like, oh, you're back, you're back. And they're all Hi, just like, German. oh no, oh no. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, just kidding. 
Uh, sorry, not actually there. I liked that moment because it shows that even though he's also kind of intimidated by him, mm-hmm. he's super loyal and he's actually a friend to... Respects to him and... Young Jun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My other favorite was... We're gonna... We're gonna bring... Uh, Kim Misu in as well. You know, she's walking into his house <laughs> mm-hmm. and pulling out a tie and pulling out a suit and pulling out and looking the watch. like a pixie and beautiful and perfect. Yes, it's not fair. And you know, she's gorgeous. <laughs> and but then I just love when you know she finishes you know with his tie mm-hmm. and he goes, "Isn't it, isn't it beautiful? And, isn't it bright? Yes." And she's like, "What?" And he goes, "My aura." <laughs> I have that note in my notes too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of my favorite things about him is he's consistent in that he will not not look at himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he he's will super self centered. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like we should start doing that. Oh, my aura. <laughs> the other interesting thing is they don't call him a womanizer Mm-mm. because he's not. I mean, he might date and he might have girlfriends, but right. he's not treating them like a playboy if that makes sense he might not give them the time of day necessarily Mm -hmm. but he's not just what can i get from you and oh i like you so much he kind of wears them as an accessory Mm -hmm. if that makes sense well and he doesn't like to be touched yeah yep they like make that super obvious but then the very first thing that kim miso does is fix his tie so that you already see there's a completely different relationship there with mm-hmm. those two in that there's some some level of, like, I don't know if you want to use intimacy. Maybe trust is the word. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, but it's definitely completely different from all of these beautiful women that are around him. And mm-hmm. he, like, won't even Or even, like, his hand. own family. Mm-hmm. His uh, relationship with his family is a little bit interesting. Maybe we can touch on that a little bit later. Yes. So, Kimmy So, first impressions of her. You already kind of talked a little mm-hmm. bit about... She basically puts him together in the morning. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we want to liken that to a wife or a mother, but it's somewhere in between. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even like a housekeeper or like a mm-hmm. maid. It, it's like almost personal assistant level. Yeah, maybe a little farther than that. Cause... Yeah. You know, she's the only one that can touch his tie and yeah. fix it. and. Mm-hmm. But then she just, she knows him so yeah. well. One of the first business problems that you see is, it's like a phone call. He's like, I don't want to answer it if it's going to ruin my morning. Yeah. And, because he was like, incompetence is a sin. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so you, <laughs> you scary. accept nothing, but, <laughs> but then they, you know, they deal with this guy who royally screwed up. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you go, she tells this other man, why don't you go home and rest? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Okay. And his secretary goes, so is he coming back to work? And she just picks up the phone and she's like, get rid of all of his stuff. She's cutthroat. She, she, she is just as cutthroat yes. uh, as the Young Jun. Definitely. But she does it in a very indirect way, if that yes. makes sense. Like, she she knows how to handle people. And so I just thought that was kind of interesting how they come out of the gates. Like, oh, yeah, she seems really sweet, but she's <laughs> actually kind of scary, too. She will end you. <laughs> they are, like, the a team, and they're both not afraid to just, like, they're pin partners. you to the wall. Yeah, exactly. I do like, though, that she's kind of unfazed by him in the sense that she doesn't view him as anything that she desires in a man yes. whatsoever. She basically no. thinks he's kind of a man-child. Which she fuels herself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. She holds his hand for everything, and 
runs interference for him and everything Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. (laughs) he doesn't have to do anything for himself which how do I hire somebody like that I would love to have that you're taking applications uh yes yes I am Ooh, another thing that I noticed with their relationship she's on the phone and she's speaking in English Mm -hmm. and then he is like your English has gotten really good and she was like thanks you would yell at me and criticize me anytime I got it wrong so it was a real inspiration to get, and he's like well if that's what works I'll keep doing that thanks for your kind um encouragement I like that that she does they do show like how capable she is though mm-hmm. to learn another language and she doesn't just learn one it's I like don't two think. right she maybe know? I'm thinking of of the young June though oh yeah because well, he yeah. has like five yeah the party mm-hmm. and he's what Spanish I think I counted it was like Spanish French German English and Japanese, I think. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I mean, even if it's those few phrases. Right. To be able to hold a business conversation is pretty impressive, considering like, I've been trying to learn Korean for like five years and I can say hello and goodbye. <laughs> That's about all I got to. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the car ride home and he's asking her about the guys who were talking to her and he's like, they were totally hitting on you. He's like, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. And she goes, oh, I don't. But when somebody you know, like, hands me a drink, you know, I just smile. If they're mm-hmm. looking at you, I know they're complimenting you, so, you know, this. <laughs> if they look like they're trying to hit on me, I show them, you know, the ring on my finger. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when did you get that? And she's like, you gave it to me for whatever reason. But then our big bombshell, and she's like, I need to tell you something. Yeah. And would you would you like to uh, share that? Um, first of all, I just have to say that pickup culture is universal. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Across the board. You who have um, dabbled in bartending, I don't know if you've ever gone the engagement ring route, but I'm sure you know someone who has. I wear it for a reason. I had to deal with it two weeks ago, actually. Oh my goodness. Hopefully they listen to this and they feel ashamed. I doubt it. They were drunk, so. They won't remember. (laughs) Um, So anyway, to get back to your point, um... Miso drops the bomb that she is done working for Young June, and it feels very much like a breakup. Yes, it feels deeply personal for him. Bombshell moment is what happened. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Although I will say, anytime that that song plays, Mm. where their relationship is developing a little bit, or you get to see that vulnerability between the two of them, that motif is like my favorite song in the entire. Yes, it is a good song. Slow guitar. Mm-hmm. So pretty. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so... But she's gonna quit. <laughs> Completely rocks his world. He's just like, you're kidding. Why would you do that? Why would you do this to me? Why? This is clearly about me, so mm-hmm. I... <laughs> well, and that's when it cuts back to the very beginning, and he's just like, what happened? Yeah. I'm clearly perfect. Why is she leaving me? I don't understand. At that point, does it cut back to the office? Yes, because he goes and he talks to his friend that we uh-huh. mentioned with the business Yushik. meeting. Um, Yushik. And he's like... Trying to process it. Yeah, unable to. <laughs> Fun fact, Kim's computer was spazzing on us earlier. And it, it was that's literally what his... Yep. He was frozen. He was like, I don't... Meltdown. I don't know. Uh, when Yushik tells him... 
everything comes in three, six, and nines. Oh, Every that's three right. years, yeah. six years, nine years, yep. there are problems. And he uses his marriage as an example. <laughs> not, not just his marriage, his failed marriage. His failed marriage. And then talks about the apple. The apple yep. has a bruise. Yep, it'll contaminate all the other apples. But you, you go for the bright, shiny apple. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so hilarious how he goes to Yushik for all this advice, even though he can't. Like, He's he can't do himself. it for himself. Mm-hmm. And he even acknowledges the fact that he can't do it for himself, yet he keeps going back to him because he has nobody else when it comes right. right down to it. That's, like, his only confidant, his only friend. Well, and what's funny is a lot of the times Yushik is not wrong. Mm-hmm. And Jun is just like, no, that's not it. <laughs> and he's just clearly not the he's issue like, here. okay, but you're not listening. Like, th- that's not the direction we're going. And he's like, oh, no. Because he's just trying to go. incite some self-reflection, and Young Jin's just like, clearly, I am not the issue here. Okay. No, it's not. No, I am not the problem. <laughs> yep. Okay, so I don't know if you you worked in an office at one point, mm-hmm. and the way that they portray office culture is so accurate. Even yes. if it is a caricature of it, it's mm-hmm. super funny. <laughs> yes. Looking at the different roles that people play, mm-hmm. there's the workplace gossip. He always has the download. He has to be the first come person come to come tell around. you. Um, but then, like, at the end of the day, no one really wants to spend time with him. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, I, I have because plans. Because you know that your dirty laundry is going to be aired as soon as he mm-hmm. hears it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the tryhard who lacks self-awareness. Sarah, mm, her. Oh my goodness. <laughs> She's so funny though. I love She's her. She's hilarious. She drove me nuts the first time I watched yes. it. This time though, I'm just like, she's probably one of my favorite characters. Great um, comedic relief. Uh, yes. And then there's the golden child, of course, which is Miso, because mm-hmm. she's good at everything. Mm-hmm. And you want to hate her, but she's so sweet that you're like, okay. I you're hate great. that I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could hate you, but I can't. Yes. And then there's like just some of the normies that are just there to get their paycheck and they don't really mm-hmm. care. But I also, I have to point out, because it's not in American culture very much, mm-hmm. the one guy is like, I went to this university and I wrote these papers and I was great yes. at this. And it's a huge thing from what, what K-dramas, yeah, what they portray of like your status of where you went to school, what you mm-hmm. accomplished, even if it was 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. Holds so much weight. And here, unless it's like Harvard, Yale. Nobody cares. Oh, yeah, we and even then, frankly, mm-hmm. unless that's like your field, like Harvard Law, yeah, or Harvard Medical, or, right? Yeah, Yale then it, Law. Then it means something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, here it's really not. We're a bunch of farmers. Also, yes, where <laughs> if we you are. Can't process a sugar beet. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care either. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't care uh, about processing <laughs> sugar beets. But so, like that. I mean, that's even brought up in the office culture. Mm-hmm. Huge of like why. I have oh, yeah. this, and I have this, and yeah. come to me if you need any help, or, you know, you have your your sunbae, which is your older, mm-hmm. like, your mentor, or classmate, or yeah. went to the same school, whatever, and it's hubei for the younger. Yep. And so, that, I remember the first time watching a K-drama, and I was like, sunbae, and I was like, that's not their name. I, yep, okay, cheese in the trap. I tried so hard to figure out who the heck Sombe was and why everybody was Sombe, and then yeah. they're like, oh, you realize that that's kind of like Oni, Opa, things like that. Luna. Yeah, yeah. to show, like, a Respect. different relationship, yeah. Um, no. Oh, so then we cut to where Kim Miso is able to take, like, her own lunch and go handle some personal things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, and the office has heard that she's quitting, and you know, of course, because yes, Gossip about Guy the is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. spreading that one around, yeah, so. and they're all like, "It's not true." And Misa walks in, she's like, "Yes, oh yes, I'm true. definitely quitting. I'm peacing out, guys." Okay, bye. <laughs> and so Sarah is like, "Obviously, I'm mm-hmm. being primed to take over for you because you want someone beautiful," and everyone's just kind of like, "Yikes." <laughs> oh honey <laughs> no self-awareness whatsoever um but i like how on her lunch it shows her signing away money to pay off her debt mm-hmm. and instead of signing kim biso she signs kim biso which is secretary kim instead of her name and the banker is just like is that is that actually your name she goes oh, no. no and that's just confirmation to her that she needs to get out of this job because mm-hmm. it is literally her entire life is her job, and her the lines have been completely blurred between the personal and the business side, and yeah. she just doesn't know... Who she is. Yeah, exactly. And she's 29, I mean... Same, We've girl. talked about turning 30. <laughs> That's kind of a, a mile marker where you're just... If you don't feel like you've accomplished the goals that you had mm-hmm. by then, you sort of feel schmucky about it. Yeah. But she hasn't even set goals, because right. she, she hasn't even a chance to. Right, she doesn't know what goals are... Other than paying off her family's debt and dealing with being subservient (laughs) to her boss, (laughs) right? Dealing with all hours of the day. Oh yeah, and even there's you know they have she has a lunch with her sisters Mm -hmm. afterwards, and they're like, "Okay, you're quitting," and she's like, "Yeah," and then I'm doing calls, and they're like, "Don't answer, don't answer," and she just goes, Mm -hmm. "Yes, vice chairman," and just is automatically, (laughs) "Oh yep, back on." Like she recognizes that she wants out, but at the same time, she cannot. It's codependence. Yes. As much as he relies on her, she relies on him to give her direction in life. And feel needed. And feel needed. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wants to feel needed. I think that's just a woman thing, but, you know. I, yeah, we're not even going to hide that fact. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go that deep into no. it. <laughs> oh, the trip to his parents' house. Yes. We talk about that. Yes. I love, I love when they're walking in and he turns around and he goes, Kim Miso. I don't give second chances. However, <laughs> here's your second chance. I will give you, like, I will buy you whatever house you want with my own money, and mm-hmm. I will make sure you have no debts, and I will give you this, and I will give you this, and we're going to have a mm-hmm. promotion, yeah. a raise, all these things. And he's like, and then I hope that we have a great working relationship. And he just takes off, and she's like, uh. Stop. <laughs> and no. <laughs> and she doesn't even get the chance to say no, because he's mm-hmm. already walking, and his parents come up, and they're... They're so funny. They're so... They're cute, too. They are cute. Like, you don't see... At first, you're thinking he Narcissistic, must have for sure. a terrible upbringing. And mm-hmm. he has these sweet, <laughs> just quirky parents. And the way that he's so sweet to his mom and then basically calls his dad ugly. And then it just, his dad just sits there like, In shock. why did I ever choose to have children if they're going to break my heart like this? <laughs> yes. Cute. Well, I do also like that he brings up you know, they're having lunch, mm-hmm. and Miso's sitting next to him, and he looks at his parents, and he's like, have you ever had a time of disconnection? I don't remember that. Yeah, I, cause, and they're just like, what? And Miso's just sitting there, and she's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Couples therapy. Yeah, and, because then his mom and dad look at each other, and they're like, well, no, you just, you have to have communication, and he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you do, and he just looks over, and she's just gonna continue to eat my food. <laughs> You've never felt more married than this moment. Yes. Well, and then she reaches over and fixes his tie mm-hmm. too, and um, a lot of times I feel like in these dramas, 
the parents are like, you can't marry such a lowly person who came from no pedigree. You need to marry the daughter of another group who can basically create this empire for us. Right. But they're all just like, what about Kim Yuso? What about Secretary Kim? What about her? Right. But it's not (laughs) even like saying that they want her. It's like, I want someone like her. They're pretty much saying that they want her to marry him. But they they do it so well where she's just like, no, I don't feel like you're wanting me to be the one to be with your son. Really? I got the impression that she felt that way because she was like, he goes, was that uncomfortable? And she's like, yeah, it was pretty bad. (laughs) Well, yes. But I also think part of that was also him. Yeah. So it could have been a combination. I mean, you could be completely right, too, and it could just be me and my own fantasy world. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't, maybe she was just saying she wanted somebody like like her. I think she just wants anybody at that point. Because yeah. she's convinced that he's never going to find love. She's so desperate. She's like, you can marry your secretary, and it would be completely fine like with we, us. Like, we wouldn't be upset. Because, yeah. yeah, she asks him, you know, is, is he a womanizer? Yeah. Like, and then I love... She can't say it. She can't it. say it. And she's like, is he okay? She just comes up. She's like, is is he gay? Mm-hmm. No. No, he's not gay. And you know she's gotten that question a bajillion other times mm-hmm. because she... Is the one that knows him best. Yeah, everyone wants to know, like, what's his deal? Why isn't he married? He's a super eligible bachelor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's not a womanizer and he's not gay. He's just busy. <laughs> yes. Instead of saying what she really wants to say is he's narcissistic and oh, yeah. nobody would be able to handle him. I barely do it. <laughs> <laughs> Pity the woman who <laughs> falls in his crosshairs. Right. Little does she know. Mm-hmm. Well, then we get into after she's turned him down for the second chance is he goes back to Yusik and he's like still trying to figure out why doesn't she just accept this? Like, why is she wanting to run? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. He's trying to figure out what was the trigger mm-hmm. and he's thinking back to it and he's you know because you seek's like okay well what happened right like leading up to this what happened and you get the flashback to know, the party to the party and <laughs> oh, i don't even remember her name the girlfriend dating ish the, the fake girlfriend kind right of. for tuesdays yeah the, the tuesday girl <laughs> the tuesday girl. thursday one the tuesday girl <laughs> um and miso helps him because you know she's like oh but do you notice anything different yeah and, Kim just kind of, or Miso just kind of yeah. goes back and just, you know, brushes, hey, neck. she has a necklace on, yeah. mm-hmm. and said something about, she's like, oh, it's for my birthday, mm-hmm. and she's like, but I, what I really want is flowers. Yep, and the look on her face when she realizes she's going to have to be the one to sprint across town in her heels and her beautiful dress mm-hmm. to get flowers. Well, and not only that, she has a massive allergy. Yes. To yes, pollen. she does. <laughs> and so then she's like tearing up and sneezing, yep. and... Brings the flowers She's back. just, like, trying not to die. And it, well, and then when you're holding in a sneeze anyway, that's... Yeah. That's that triggers. Misery. Um, the way he interprets. Oh, my gosh. She's... The watering of her eyes. She has feelings for me. <laughs> she's clearly in love with me, and that's the, the whole um, that's catalyst for this entire thing. This whole thing is because she's jealous that I've been seeing other women. Because she's having dinner with her sisters again. Yep. And he calls her because she doesn't ever drink, because mm-hmm. she's always his... Always on call always is dd mm-hmm. but she's having dinner with her sisters and big big thing especially for me is she sees a spider and she starts freaking out i now, knew that would resonate with you <laughs> i'm a massive arachnophobe yeah kim knows i i've worked very hard to not be so terrified but i have full-on panic attacks mm-hmm. like 
crying, hyperventilating. So when I, I forgot that it was in there because it's there's two scenes where she sees a spider and she's just like, "Are you sure that nothing happened to me when I was a yeah. kid?" Because she's terrified. She's terrified of spiders, and I was just like, "Oh, honey." I am so with you. <laughs> You're like, you don't even need childhood trauma to be afraid of spiders. Nope, they just exist, and that's plenty. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, definitely not a proportionate reaction to just a spider chilling in the corner of the room for your everyday average person. Who's not a, an extreme no judge, No judgment here, not no, no. passing any judgment, no, but yeah, all. most people see a spider and they're either like, I'm going to squish it, or you I'm just going to gonna navigate around it. Or the weirdos that send it outside. Whatever. You do. That's probably I'm one of those weirdos sometimes. Depending okay, on no the day. Judgment. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically decided in his mind that he now needs to convince her. Start showing his appreciation for her. Mm-hmm. But also he's trying to let her down easy. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, okay. Because she goes to go pick him up. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'll stop seeing whatever girl tuesday girl yeah i'll stop saying tuesday girl after he smacks her in the face with flowers yep yep he smacks her in the face with the flowers and then she sneezes on him and it's great oh and then she he sees her tearing up again and he's just like she's so touched by this she clearly is moved (laughs) she's been moved to tears she loves Mm -hmm. me so much I like, though, that it shows just how much attention he actually pays to her versus Mm -hmm. how every little aspect of his life she has memorized down to a T, and she's always anticipating his Mm -hmm. needs, Mm -hmm. like we see later with, like, the chair, the squeaky chair, things like that. Yeah. But he is completely clueless when it comes to her. Doesn't even realize that she has, like, this life-threatening allergy. She's going into anaphylaxis in the driver's seat because he's waving flowers in her face. You know, the next morning, he goes into his office, and it's her resignation letter. Mm -hmm. Like, he, it's not sinking in. Sad guitar music that I love. Sad guitar music. Going on what you were just saying, like, he's not paying attention Mm -hmm. at all. Like, she's like, no, like, I I need to figure myself out. Yeah, it says nothing to do with you, it's about me. Right, and him going, well, what are you going to do? And she's just like, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even know what I want to do. And yeah. he's like, so then why are you leaving if you don't know what he, <laughs> you know? He's totally projecting, too. Oh, yeah. Like, clearly she has feelings for me. Well, no. You, you're the one who may be feeling a little something in your tummy when you see her. Hence and you just have sad m- guitar music. Yes, and you just <laughs> are so oblivious. Yeah, he um, tells her, okay, fine, then you look for your replacement and you have to train whoever it is that's coming in. I I love that scene because it's hilarious because she goes, okay, here's a list of questions I typed up for you so you can ask mm-hmm. her. And she's sitting in on it. And he opens the folder thing, looks at it, closes it. And he goes, how do you feel about working for somebody who's 100% perfect? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Miso immediately fires back. Do you think you can handle having to deal with someone who thinks that they're 100% perfect? And they're just going back and forth with these questions of you. It's obvious to everyone else that they don't want to separate from each other. Mm -hmm. And and, I mean, maybe the work sense probably. Yeah. But then the the poor 
Poor girl. Oh, she is so stuck in the middle of she's whatever like, the heck they have going on. Yeah, and he's like, I'll give you this, this, and this for money. And she's like, okay. And then Miso's like, well, yeah, but then you have to deal with this. And she's like, oh. And she's just like, <laughs> she's I know. so cute. She's though. adorable. She's the sweetest little, like, pixie fairy that you've ever seen in mm-hmm. your life. I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I know. She's just like, hey. And then she's like, I promise to work hard. And Wait, he's like, you're hired. Mm hmm. And they're just like, I, I just, I don't know. I always find it so funny because it's. It's just a normal trope in Mm -hmm. K-dramas. The inability to communicate until episode 10. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I have to suspend so much disbelief in some of those situations. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no one is really that dumb, are they? No one's really that bad at communicating, are they? I would hope not. I, I mean... If I'm ever that bad, you can just, like, I don't know. I'll throw banana milk at you. Sure, that works. Okay. The way the episode ends mm, I, <laughs> is my favorite because it just Butterfly. it displays him as oblivious and unaware, but also just like codependent mm-hmm. of, you know, he's it, it flashes back again mm-hmm. to like the beginning of the episode where he's like, you know, she wants what did I, I wrote it down because she was told him why she wanted to quit. And he goes. One's own time, life, dating, marriage, and he's just like, why would you want those things? I don't get it. Like, you have me. And goes to her house and goes, I, Lee Young Jun, will let you marry me. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to start a relationship. Not even a confession, it's just like, I will let you. I will let you marry me. And she's You're like, welcome. I can't even stand tired eye anymore. Well, good, <laughs> but you'll let me marry you. And that concludes episode one. Oh, it's so good. So good. So happy. Like what you're hearing? Go ahead and hit that follow button so that you don't miss out on any new episodes. Thanks for listening to The K-Drama Show with Ashley and Kim. We'll see you next time.